Hi everyone, um, this is Annie. I'm the host of the She Walks With God podcast and I would like to thank you for tuning in, engaging and taking an interest in what I have to say. <laughs> um, I wanted to do this intro just to give you a bit of background about me, some context for the podcast and to really just give you a bit of a summary about my faith journey. Um, so hopefully from my accent you can tell that I'm from the UK. I was born and raised in London although I did spend a few years living in a very small village about 45 minutes outside of London from about the age of nine and so I had that period of time but for the majority of my life I've lived in London. Um, I'm an author and my aim is always to use my personal experiences to inspire and encourage others, which is kind of what I'm doing now, I guess, um, is using my experience to inspire and encourage you in your walk with God. So uh, my dream, even though I'm an author, was not to be an author. Um, I actually wanted to fly airplanes and become a commercial airline pilot. And so I was that child at eight years old who knew what I wanted to be what I wanted to do and I had it all planned out um, that was all except the money because you know <laughs> who um, who worries about money standing in the way of your dreams when you're eight years old um, but I was really focused as a child so um, I guess the most unfortunate thing about that is that I never even considered that I wouldn't fly um, I never had a plan B so when I finished my degree and I couldn't afford the fees to go to flying school. I kind of like, I guess, entered a time and a feeling that I'd never experienced before because I had been so focused. And that was feeling just really lost, feeling lost and not knowing what I wanted to do. And it kind of went on for quite a long time actually. Um, but I fell into writing, it wasn't intentional. I just fell into doing it. And here I am now, I've published books, I've written articles, uh, really explored the area of writing. And so if you do want to find out any more about my writing and me as an author, then you can check out my website at officiallyannie.com. Um, I've got lots of different things that I do um, around my work, um, writing um, as an author there. So you can check that out and have a look. So, um, yeah, so getting back to, you know, I wanted to be a pilot and I do get people still just say like, well, is it something you still want to do? Like, do you still want to fly? Because, you know, it's never, you know, it's never too late. You could still do it. Um, and, you know, I completely agree. I'm a firm believer that it's never too late to do what it is you want to do um, and what you have in your heart to do. But if I'm honest, I actually don't have that desire anymore. Um, I, I personally believe that pursuing the dream really taught me and helped me a lot. Um, so, you know, it's not always about reaching the destination. It's really like, well, did you grow and develop as a person along the way? And that's kind of where I am at with it and sort of, you know, the, the question I ask myself. So I'm here now, I am an author. I'm a host of this new podcast, She Walks With God, and I am really, 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 excited to be doing this because I am so thankful for God's hand in my life and it's actually such an honour to be able to share this journey, um, this story I guess of me walking with God, to share that with you and 
hopefully see that help you in your walk with him too. So initially, I'm going to be mainly drawing on the three and a half years that I spent in New York City after leaving the UK. And when I left the UK, I was in a space of, God, if this is Christianity, then I don't want it. And God, if you're real, then you need to show up and I'm giving you five years to do it. Um, And I know that's a pretty bold and in-your-face statement. And I'm sure the whole of heaven was looking down on me, probably thinking, is this girl for real? But doesn't she know that God can definitely show her that he's God and he doesn't have to wait five years for it? Um, But yeah, we thank God. (laughs) We thank God that for his peace and for his patience with me and his kindness and grace, because, hey, I'm still here. Um, But to be honest, you know, people are often shocked when I talk about how I speak to God um, and, you know, the conversations I have. And they say sort of like, oh, I would never dare speak to God that way. And, you know, there's just one thing that I've inherently known since I started walking with God. And that's that I don't have to pretend. I can pretend with the whole world, but I do not have to pretend with God. Um, I can say things as it is. You know, at the end of the day, he already knows. He already knows what I'm thinking. So what's the point of pretending? Um, And I just... I guess, I don't even know how to put it. Like, he's just, I can just be myself. If there's one space that I can be me completely, it is with God. You know, he can handle my truth. And I actually believe and realise that he can work better with our truth than he can with our masks and our pretenses. Like, he can just do so much more with us, in us, you know, through us, when we just be ourselves. So... Going back to, you know, where I was when I left the UK, you know, that that was my mindset, you know, with regards to I'm getting on this plane. It was the February 9th, 2012, uh, from London to New York. And, you know, I was just, God, you have to do this. Like, if you're you, then you need to show me. Um, and so I went to I went to New York. And so through this podcast, I'll be sharing my experiences and things that God taught me along the way, um, because I learned a lot um, along the way. Um, but I believe that I was called to learn it. You know, I used to think I was, you know, impulsive and jumped on a plane, but I realise now that it was all purposed um, for me to learn what I've learned, so that I could do this podcast, so that I could help other people walk with God and get to a relationship with God that is just full and exciting but anyway I won't jump ahead I'll just um, leave it there (laughs) Sunny gets really excited sometimes when she talks about how much God loves us and wants us to be with him okay (laughs) so um you know going back to me yeah being in New York you know it was really hard um there were many times when it got so hard and so challenging that I wanted to go home. Um, I wanted to leave and I wanted to return to London. And I never forget a time when I was speaking to my mum and I was just crying and I just said, mum, I just want to go home. And she just said to me, you have come this far, don't turn back now. And for my mum to say that to me, I knew that this is the direction I was meant to be going in. So it was hard, but 
who knows that when you have a call from within you and you know that God is right there with you, there's just like this power that somehow keeps you going. Even when you don't know how. And then one day you just kind of like look back and you think, wow, I survived. I'm actually alive. <laughs> like Honestly, sometimes I do think that. And that's what walking with God has been like for me. Um, and I guess why I'm just so excited to talk about it and share it with you. So that's kind of the context of where I'm coming from with regards to the podcast. But if you're wondering about me and my faith journey, so, you know, I didn't grow up in a household with devoted Christians, you know, Christians who went to church on a Sunday and spoke scripture as a second language. You know, we were Christians, meaning that we said grace on special occasions like Christmas and birthday meals. And, you know, we went to midnight mass on Christmas Eve. I was dropped off at Sunday school every now and then. And I went to school at a time when, you know, prayer and hymns and church services were all part of school life. So I guess that was my extent of experiencing Christianity and God. But it wasn't until I went on a youth camp, um, again, a, a place outside of London in Tunbridge Wells, with a family friend and I think I was about 12 or 13 that I heard about Jesus and decided oh they seem to all these other young people seem to be having a lot of fun with him so I want him too and I got saved but the church was actually um that I'd gone to this youth camp with was actually based on the other side of London so although I remember feeling different when I got home and really excited about Jesus I didn't have a community around me, so the experience in Jesus kind of, I guess, ended up slipping further and further down in my order of priorities. And as well, I was focused on my studies and becoming a pilot. Um, and, all, you know, I was also going through the whole transition from being a teenager to becoming an adult. So, um, you know, I Jesus wasn't my priority at that time. And I, I mean, I do remember... I think very vaguely remember going to check out some churches and sort of meeting or crossing paths with some Christians at certain times and seasons in my life. But there wasn't anything that felt significant for me. Um, and it wasn't until 2005, um, I was 23 and I hit rock bottom. Um, it was desperation and that's what led me back to Jesus. I felt completely bound. I was suffocating in my own emotions. And even though I was an expert at like putting on this mask, um, I guess, and convincing the world that I was fine, you know, I was great. Behind closed doors, I really felt stuck. And I just had this weight, this heavy weight on my shoulders. And I used to like live in what I mentally, I guess, called a living cell. And it was just like this cold, dark, empty space. And I communicated with the world through, you know, like I imagine a bit like, you know, those slots um, on prison doors, like that's how I communicated with the outside world. It was a way of keeping people out and keeping me away from them on the inside. But I remember one day visualizing myself sitting in the corner of my cell and I saw a beam of light it just shone through into the darkness and it just pierced the darkness. Um, and shortly after that, I found myself at a church 
And during my first service, I just, you know, I don't even remember what the word was, <laughs> to be honest, but I gave my life to Jesus. I went up to the front. I got prayed for, received prayer, was filled with the Holy Spirit and started speaking in tongues straight away. And a little while after that, I went to the New Believers class and got baptised because, you know, like I said, I was desperate. And I was just desperate because I just needed the love that this God said he had for me. Um, I, I just needed it. Um, nothing else. I just needed God's love. Um, and then six months later, I was in an island called Montserrat in the Caribbean. Um, I'd gone there with somebody um, actually from church, but she'd come back. So I was there in this little house and all I did was watch the God Channel and TBN. That's all I did. And then I took notes. Um, I would listen to T.D. Jakes, Joyce Meyer, Creflo Dollar, Paula White and Brian Houston. And I didn't want to go to church because I'd been once and I just didn't feel welcomed by the people. So um, on Sundays, I used to just invite all the other people that didn't feel welcome in church around into my house. And we would just watch um, the preaching on the TV. And, you know, looking back now, I can see how God just used that time to immerse me in the word. Um, I also like was just in worship all the time. I used to play my music so loud. Um, but I also feel that he was revealing my heart for the marginalized. So people that are not welcomed in all like traditional church. So yeah, so he just revealed a lot to me and then filled me up with so much as well. Um, and I, so I was just a new Christian at that time. Um, but I was just in him completely and being in the Caribbean, you're just surrounded by nature anyway. So, um, I returned to the UK after four months and I just served at my church. I attended anything that was being held. I was often the only person at Bible study and I pretty much had one-to-one -one studies with my pastor and I had very close relationships with all four of my pastors. So I learned a lot from them, not just by what they said or what they preached on a Sunday, but by the way they lived their life on a daily basis. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, so I was just there um, at that church, serving at that church. It wasn't easy, there was a lot of stuff going on in my life, but I just, church was my thing. God was my thing, Jesus was my thing. Um, and then I guess after about six years, Christianity and the formula just seemed lifeless and um, my life didn't feel like it really was a life either. Um, so I took a leap in 2012 and left the UK to travel for nine months and it just so happened that my first stop was visiting a friend in New York City. He'd just moved there and it was just for the weekend before like, I was going to continue my travels but to cut a very long story short, I found myself going to Hillsong, New York City, and it completely blew my mind. Everything I thought about church, about Christianity, just went flying out the window. And I remember hearing God tell me that this was my church home. And so I, you know, I ended up spending three and a half years in New York City and it transformed my life. It transformed my faith and my relationship with God. 
And God really did show me that he was real. He was very real and is full of love and adventure. So here I am ready to share what God has taught me. And I pray that it will bless you and encourage you as you walk this walk with God too. And so, yeah, I just lay it all down for you to listen to. And I just pray that you get some kind of encouragement and inspiration from it as well.